0: Welcome to the Honestly Fair Podcast. I'm Caroline. And I'm Rebecca. And today we're going to be talking about concise question mark. And yeah, it should be fun. It should to be on... spicy. Spicy, spicy. We're going to kick it off with our first segment. What are you drinking? Caroline, do you even know what you're drinking right now? No, I don't. I'm actually drinking a mystery mug.
1: Mystery mug of goodness. Caroline's parents gave me um, Mabel liqueur. And because it's liqueur, and uh, once you open it, you have to drink it. We've been uh, we've been drinking a lot of maple.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> really good. We're drinking hot chocolate with maple liqueur right now. It's very tasty. It might be half maple liqueur. It's very good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Last night we drank like a full mug of just warmed up maple liqueur because oh, we was, had no milk. It was so good. It was so sweet. It, it was, was crazy.
0: So tasty. <laughs> it was so good. Ten out of ten would recommend maple syrup liqueur. Yeah. And yeah, so thank
1: you, Mary Beth and Mark. Thanks, Mark <laughs>
0: and Mary Beth. That was
1: great.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I again, I think I chose this one. Well, we kind of yeah, brainstormed this
1: one well, this week. Um, this the four power plant. Yeah, <laughs> they're just close to us. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess you you might go to an opening tonight. Um, the only openings we've really been to. Well, we're not gonna rip on emerging artists. We're not gonna rip on small artists.
0: I just think we've been to a lot of Power Plant shows, and I think The yeah. Power Plant have had. Like, I've been to the AGO a lot too, mm-hmm. and it's like.
1: I would say it's of a similar scale.
0: Like, Power Plant yeah, is pretty well it,
1: funded in terms no, of. No, they're like, both, like, Toronto's, like, two magazines to get. Or two. Two art galleries that get written about in, like, magazines and newspapers, mm-hmm. like... And they're pretty well-funded. Yeah, they're, like... w- they're well-funded. They have a lot of um, international and big artists coming in. Yeah. Their artists are well-paid. Mm-hmm. I think that's a distinction from the other galleries. Some of the galleries, like, can't pay their artists, but they're mm-hmm. just not, like, as well-paid as, like, the Power Plant or the AGO because they get so much funding.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, the reason <laughs> we're talking about the Power Plant right now is because we... I went to see the show... Oh, my God. The name... Uh, so the show is called The Field of Emotion. It's by Kateri... Kateratira? Kateratia. Kateratia. I knew I was going to mess that up. Yeah. i said it like four times. Anyway, uh, so that's on the main floor. The Michael Landy piece that we already talked about is still there, because it's ongoing. And then... On the, um, and it
1: hasn't really grown that much.
0: Not really, no. It's not really changed that much. And then on the second floor is the, um, the Song, Song of, of the Germans, Germans by Amelia... Um, no, Amika... Agbo. Which is a really good piece. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, That's that probably the great. highlight of the whole show. Um, the way this piece is set up, so it's um, ten, vo- no. Was it ten? I think it's less, I think it's between eight and ten vocalists, each singing the German national anthem in their, like, native tongue, and they're all African. So it's, and then there's, there's like, an arc, and they're all speakers on, like, poles. Oh, it's so cool. And each one is playing one feed of the the vocalist singing it. And so it's all and they're the all at different tune. heights, too. Yeah, they're all at the, the height of the, the whoever person, the yeah. singer is. So as you walk around the room, it's like in an arc, so you can walk around the room and have one ear, and you
1: can hear, like, each one, or you can stand in the middle and hear them all. It was so cool. And, like, as you moved, like, closer and further, you could see, like... Oh, you could hear, I guess. Um, like, you could hear the individual, and then if you, like, just walked back, like, just a little bit, you started to hear the individual as part of the song. It was amazing.
0: Yeah, and I think the overall arching theme of the show is, like... N- like well, the of bo-
1: xenophobia of Germans.
0: Yeah, and also, like, of both both the downstairs, like, the feel of emotion and the song of the germans i think it's also about like blend like blending identities mm. so like they're german but they're african but they're like they have blended identities and same with the feel of emotion it's um, the i'm pretty sure the artist is like algerian and french or something oh, okay so you can kind of see that as like both of her backgrounds coming through within the show and i think mm. it's kind of about like yeah and yeah xenophobia and in german e <laughs>
1: In Germany, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, okay. there's just been a lot of tension in, in Germany and, and England, especially, mm-hmm. um, as well as in Canada and the States. It just, mm-hmm. like, it's prevalent there. Mm-hmm. Um, just with the election, Angela Merkel, all those posters. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason we're doing concise question mark is that... Um, I went to the show on the opening night, and you can't really see Mm -hmm. anything on the opening, Um, and we talked about going to the show too, but then Caroline went back and actually got to see the videos and the sculptures, which are like the main thing that are photographed by everybody, but they were in like a separate room. Was that in the room behind the railroad ties?
0: Yeah, the yeah. like torso, like the, the, yeah, bus. the, fi- the bus. yeah, the bust. Yeah,
1: they were behind. Yeah, like, okay, you know, like, and there was a video playing over uh-huh. it.
0: Oh, okay, cool. There's like a a projection on one end of the room. Yeah, and then there's these busts that are like,
1: pretty. Yeah, fake. the the power playing gets rearranged every time, but like there were kind of so you walk in, you see Michelangelo's piece, and then you walk into one room and you see these. Um, pictures of these people with, like, disfigured faces, and then kind of these African masks with also disfigured faces in the same way, so she kind of paired those up, mm-hmm. and then you see these railroad ties um, lined up diagonally, like, really beautifully with the room, and then stapled together, and then the opposite side, you have these books that are vacuum sealed, and in this tiny little hallway, and the tiny little hallway leads to an empty, or, um, Room and the empty room is has the cracks of the power plant floor stapled, mm-hmm. which is so nice. Yeah. Very nice gesture. It's yeah, super mm-hmm. nice gesture. And there were also legs in that one room with the railroad mm-hmm. ties. Mm-hmm. There were the kind of these it's prosthetic the leg. wooden legs, um, which was nice with the wooden railroad uh, ties, which was, yeah. And the railroad ties kind of created, like, a path, like, mm-hmm. movement. So I understood all of that. So I didn't see any of the video works. I didn't see any of the bus. But, uh and I felt it was a little bit disjointed with the vacuum sealed books. I didn't really get that. I didn't really get the masks. Yeah, I, and the disfigured.
0: Like aesthetically, the it was a very good show. Like
1: I well, liked the sculptures. aesthetically. It was all like. Browns and beiges, like mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and like, but like I think the like I never, no complaints about the composition or like again the simplest like that piece where it's just they stapled together the cracks of the floor. Oh, cover. amazing! That's so clever, so amazing. And the railroad ties are also beautiful. Yeah, but the thing, and then Andrea and I were commenting about was there's like a, this lack of, like focus, focus, conciseness. They they tried to for me they tried to engage too many. Too many concepts into one show, Mm. and I I keep saying, like, along with this criticism, like, I don't know the dates of the pieces, so that's another kind of issue with the show. And
1: I, first thing I asked Caroline, she's like, oh, I can't tell, um, the theme of the show. (laughs) And I was like, oh, it might be a retrospective. She's like, no, it definitely wasn't a retrospective. So, that's Yeah, so
0: I guess maybe that'll inform, but still, I stand by this criticism that the show tried to incorporate, so at first I was like, oh, it's it seems to be, because when you first, if you go to the left, it, I think it's different too, depending on which room you start in, but mm-hmm. if you start, there are like some very, like, there's some compositions, like the collages of um, disfigured soldiers, and then mm-hmm. like African masks, and they're kind of like drawing parallels there. So then you sit down and you watch this, doc- this very long documentary video about uh, miscategorization of African objects within museums. And so it goes through interviews where they're talking about different museums and stuff like that. And, yeah. I, and I thought I gathered the, the... It was a long documentary, so I didn't say <laughs> anything. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I gathered what I thought was my understanding, which was like, oh, this is about colonialization and how it's, like, disfiguring culture and, like, mutilating culture, that sort of thing. I was like, cool. That yeah. sounds like a good... I got this. Kind of got what's going on here. Like, for like me. And then I was moving on to the next room. And then it was Todd talking about, and then the when we talking about the busts, there that room was all about World War Two. What? Yeah, so the whole thing was
1: like the oh, did they have the concentration camp thing?
0: Yeah, so the railroad road ties. I was kind of like, oh, it's like about travel and like the but it's about the concentration camps. Yeah, so well, that was
1: like the main form of transportation for the masses of people that they murdered. Yeah,
0: so, so the the okay, so the, and then another thing is like the room with the masks is not about the Holocaust so much, but about World War Two and about disfigured soldiers because the oh from video the that's, shrapnel and yeah, the video that's playing in it is a movie about uh, the World War Two infantry coming to life as zombies and attacking people. Into it, it's pretty cool. Like it's a beautiful installation. <laughs> it's very cool. But it lacked this, like... Because you get this direct commentary. Like, it didn't take me long to get the direct colonial commentary. And then mm-hmm. you switch to this, like,
1: post-war commentary, almost. Of, like, disfigurement and, like, mutilation. Like, the recovery from the war kind of deal? Like, the physical recovery from the war?
0: I guess so. And so then it ties into, like, a the third theme of the show, which is if you go see the third video, which is the Phantom Limbs, And yeah, this, like, yeah. cultural mutilation pain. So I guess that's the way I would talk through it. It just seemed, like... It does make sense when you talk through it. But as mm. you're seeing the show, well, when they talk about the Holocaust, you get a little, like, what? <laughs> you get a little blind Well, when everybody,
1: like, just... I feel like a lot of young artists, especially, just kind of sprinkle the Holocaust in a lot of their work.
0: I don't think it was that rude. Like, I wouldn't say that she did in a rude way, but it was just weird. But not, weird. not it was just in like, a
1: rude way, but I think if you're covering a historical event, like, you shouldn't just, like, half cover it.
0: My thing is that I feel like you can't... You, she had to address it more Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She have covered it. Yeah, she she just needed to like either focus on it, like make it a thing, make it a strong thing, mm-hmm. or don't bother. Oh,
1: with it's it. okay. He's a he. Oh, sorry. I always assume artists are female. No, no, I've been I've been reading this article looking for pronouns, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's no pronouns in here. Kateriia is a guy, but um, it's I think that's just our French own French and French and. I don't know if it was Nigerian, or maybe it's Uh, He was born in France. I don't know about his background, but uh, he was born in France, and that explains why some of his titles are French. But, um, no, and the other reason I was reading this was because you were talking about um, the different themes, and then, Mm. so they talk about repair... And then they talk about uh, disappearance of injury, phantom limb, mm-hmm. and this is just in the description in um, the, on the power plants website. So I'm just like trying to attach it because again, like I didn't see it as uh, as long as Caroline did.
0: Yeah, and I I don't think, I think when you talk about it, it doesn't make sense. Like, if you talk yourself through it, you're
1: like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess that makes sense. But that's not what you want from an art exhibition. Like, oh, well, if you talk yourself through it. Yeah,
0: I guess it's just, like, when you're struck with the very first video and they're talking about, like, music, I guess because it's in a museum, it just seemed
1: like... I don't mind museum pieces talking about museum. Uh, Who is that, the guy who came to talk at Guelph a couple years ago? He had... Big curly hair. He did the Shangwin lecture. I covered it for the Ontarian. I was really, really oh, sick. Oh, um, crap. Uh, excuse me, I'll take my tongue. The projector was off-color. The projection his, was off-color. It was red. It was like F. Wilson know. or something, right? Fred Wilson? Fred Wilson, thank you. Yeah. Lindsay sister really liked him. How Shout do you know that?
0: Because Lindsay. Lindsay's practice was like, Oh, his, was his, but he did. She was doing stuff with museums. And I was like, yo, how excited
1: Fred Wilson's coming? He's very very. So crazy. Frank Wilson does a lot. I'm just re- I'm remaking sure that this is Frank Wilson. It's Fred Wilson. Fred Wilson, thank you. I think it's Fred Wilson. I knew it was F. Wilson, because, yeah. again, I wrote the story on it. Um, does a lot of, of stuff on museums, in museums. Mm-hmm. And I really, I find it terribly interesting. But mm-hmm. I didn't get those vibes from this work. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, you can make lots of, like, points to validate, like, why the show was the way it was. Mm. But not knowing, al- I mean, I guess... Yeah, it is Fred Wilson. Sorry, just double-checking. And, I mean, like, but just going through the show, like, just seeing it as it was without, like, knowing the context and stuff, it it was a bit jarring to go from what you thought was going to be this, like... Because, I don't know, I did Well, starting off
1: with the mutilation of the faces, like, I understood the African masks. Like, my understanding of African masks is just from studying Picasso and, like, Mm -hmm. his understanding of African masks. So, mind you, limited. Mm -hmm. But um, I kind of was walking in uh, thinking it was going to be, like, about... I d I don't know what I thought it was gonna be about, but definitely the railroad ties threw me off. It definitely the
0: railroad motif within the thing was a bit off for me. It's a bit off I I don't think they needed
1: it. Well, the, the railroads are a symbol for colonialism. True. So if it's like, about colonialism, I get that. But if it's wasn't about, about it it was about colonialism, but it wasn't as well. Like it like, I I don't mind having layers to a show. Like I'm I'm all about the layers. I mean sub layers, shows of layers. Mm-hmm. But like I think there's um, layers and then there's not enough focus and I think that's why we chose to name this concise question mark.
0: Yeah. Because that yeah, that show I feel like tried to cover a lot of things mm. and I commend them for doing that, but I don't think they investigated each one in a thorough manner. I yeah. think they did the first couple points I, the way I describe it describes like an essay. Like they did the mm-hmm. first couple points in their show very well. So what, and then what there are was the first couple points that you
1: found that they did really well?
0: I thought they did like the um, like, this idea of the... I thought the Phantom limb was the strongest point throughout the show. This mm. idea of, like, a mutilated culture, a missing culture, a pain that isn't physical, but, like, mm. can be represented in a physical way. Okay. I thought that was very interesting. But I didn't get... I didn't like the documentary format of the films very much. Okay. I thought they were a little too long, and I didn't understand the... And the museum. artist made the films, right? I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they did. Um... Because there was no names on any of the pieces, so he said oh, that. Oh, right, okay, yes. like, the artist must made them. Yeah. In
1: collaboration with <laughs>
0: Yeah. And there was just, it was just weird because it was like, and then there was like a Native American as well talking about like the appropriation of his art, cultural artifacts. Mm.
1: And so I it guess was, was it was supposed m- to. it was many cultures, appropriation, and the phantom limb. Yeah. Of there.
0: And, like, maybe it is supposed to challenge the viewer and, like, you're supposed to watch these long-form videos and, like, contemplate and, like, piece it together for yourself. Which I always appreciate artists saying that viewers are smarter. And I do understand how it fits together. I just felt it was a little rough. I I just felt the way it fit together wasn't,
1: like... Mm, polished
0: yes it wasn't super concise like it wasn't super like this is I'm putting this forward because I want you to think of this thing and now we're moving on to the next thing and this is what you want to think next like it didn't really give a lot of pointers yeah the flow was weird too because you were confronted with a different theme all of a sudden Mm. and you were confused as to you didn't know if it was the same artist you were no
1: I didn't know it was the same artist either
0: and that's again fine you'd have a diverse work that's cool but at the same time like if you're a whole show I just thought my my view is that like I think he could have chosen one thing and Did it really it well. about that. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I think um, the reason I feel comfortable choosing this topic for the podcast was um, we've been in enough shows and we've planned enough shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, not enough. Please give us shows. <laughs> um to understand like what the planning is going into it and like I, when I'm thinking about um, especially a bigger space when you're walking around and we've been in a lot of group shows you need it to flow you need it to flow, mm-hmm. you it to flow. Mm-hmm. so you need to be like okay well Caroline's piece can't go beside Rebecca's piece because those topics don't match up or they're too mm-hmm. they um, contrast too much or they contrast just enough and, mm-hmm. and all this and I think that if you're working with your own work maybe that's a bit harder because you're a lot more self-critical and also mm-hmm. your body of work you kind of feel like it all fits together because mm-hmm. you made it all mm-hmm. and you're the same human But I don't think that excuses the curator-slash-the-artist from, like, literally walking around being like, hey, does this make all sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good sense, yes. Good sense. Um, I I was confused by the... I understood the vacuum-sealed books, but I was like, bruh.
0: Yeah, the back, I didn't... They was, were beautiful. That's probably my least favorite thing about the Well, everybody show, just though. kind of
1: breezed through it, and it was in such a narrow hallway that yeah. I think it'd be, um... It's a nice confrontation of, like, being in a really skinny hallway with these books, but at the same time, the piece beside it was so beautiful. I was like, dude, you just could have had a skinny hallway then this this piece. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't think the books were necessary. I felt it was... I felt like... Banging over the head with, like... Yeah. This is the preservation of toxic culture.
0: Yeah. And I guess there's also... I I guess the thing also about the show was, like, there was an inconsistency of showing you nothing and showing you everything.
1: Yeah. So there
0: was, like, either a text piece that you had to read and, like, think about and, like... And then there was, like, a room, the empty room. Mm -hmm. so, like, I, I get variety
1: is important. Very good.
0: Yeah. But when you are, like...
1: Yeah, it's just weird when I, you're people sh- with such harsh themes
0: that don't suit Yeah, I show. see
1: a show that was like breathing. Like uh the show at Friends Kaka was really, really good, mm-hmm. really well placed. It had um paintings uh placed like strategically and like a- as you would paintings around a gallery. Mm-hmm. And then in every corner there were these the beautiful uh aluminum sticks that mm-hmm. we were talking about. And and we'll tag the Friends Kaka artists. I think we forgot last podcast. Mm-hmm. Um but it was it was beautiful and Friends Kaka is such a small space mm-hmm. and they still did a really good job. And I think that um Maybe the power plant is such an overwhelming space. They're like, oh, then we could do this, and then we could do this, and then mm-hmm. we could do this. And then they're like, oh, let's throw this in. And then it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, like, uh, I'm trying to think of another show that works, works really well. But, like, think about, like, when you're walking around the AGO. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of paintings. There's a lot of different artists. But, like, you go from... Um, artist artists artist in a really like smooth way mm-hmm. and it's not like jarring
0: yeah and I think it's harder too for contemporary artists and like taking a step back too is like a hard thing to figure out like when are you being concise and when are you being too forward mm. you know I think that's also an interesting well, way to
1: think about for me it's minimalistic and concise mm-hmm. not less, not so much forward yeah but I felt like some of the works were like hitting you over the head the message and some of the works are really, really subtle. Mm-hmm. And I obviously enjoyed the really, really subtle ones. Yeah. Because life. But um, if, if all the works were hitting you over the head and very educational, I'd be fine with that. Mm-hmm. But you can't have works that are super, super educational right next to works that are super, super conceptual and not mm-hmm. educational at all. Mm-hmm. Like, there's the um, staples on the floor were super aesthetic mm-hmm. and super conceptual and not at all educational. Right yeah. beside the
0: vacuum sealed books. Yeah. It was just a lot. Yeah. And it was like... It, it was interesting too because I'm not sure. I guess it's something to think about. It's like when you make a show, you want to think about your audience too, yeah, right? 100%. Like I didn't. I feel the power
1: plant has a certain audience. That's I feel like I think it's the general public. The opening was so funny. I think we'll talk about. Can we talk about the opening at the end of the podcast? Sure. Yeah. You know. um, I think
0: I don't know. I feel like the power plant has got like because it's a free like it is. But I don't, again, and I think this is true with almost all art museums, is that you have a certain clientele that go to art museums, and people, like, it's not the, mm. not everybody
1: goes to art museums. Do you think like. it's, like, school kids, like, like university classes, poor artists, <laughs> and retirees? Yeah.
0: Well, I think, I mean, to narrow that down in my, and, like, I've, I've been doing, again, in Ways of Seeing that I've been reading, oh. they did a, there's a poll in there, I and mean, it's old as heck, but still Old there. as heck. Um, showing well, the education It's from the 90s, levels. though, right? Uh, I thought it was from the 70s. So oh, maybe shit. I think it's older than that. It's very poorly, it's very poorly, like, the layout of it has been bad, but anyway. <laughs> um, but there's a diagram in there showing, like, the education level of people who... Attend art museums? Yeah, so we go to, like, US, whether it's post-secondary or, and most people have... I will Google as you speak. That most people who visit museums have some form of education, whether it be high school or whatever. And I think, yeah. Anyway, I think the the level of education that people go to the power plant, I would say, was high. Is higher than the average. I would say higher. Pe- not. Not to say that. Anybody can, Not that everyone can go there, but the people who want to go there tend to have a higher level of education.
1: Well, I feel like I people seeking education for pleasure are going to already have a base level of education. Yes.
0: And that goes along with the whole thing of, like, art being semi Anyway, I don't know how I got into this tangent, but point, it, point being, I think his show was, like, either for, a, like, a an, an audience member that wanted to be told things to learn things, and then there was, like pieces that were more for like a conceptual viewer who more wanted to think about things mm-hmm. and it was just like it was good and it was very informative and interesting but it was just like a lot of the motifs didn't seem to align right away and I think they just needed to be I think the focus needed to be narrowed a bit within the show gotcha. It would have made it again
1: just more concise maybe <laughs> they didn't want it to be more concise maybe they liked it the okay, way wait, it is can, sidebar yeah are you ready for this yeah. barriers to the arts attendance and this is from the torontoartsfoundation.org Uh, I think this is 2016. uh, 9 in 10 Torontonians see one barrier to attending events. 88% of them. 55% say cost. Fair. 37%. Don't know what's going on. (laughs) 34%. Too busy. 31%. They are too far from where they live. I feel that. 26% lack of quality in the vents of my neighborhood. Ooh, burn. 17%. Uh, those are barriers to people attending
0: art museums and then
1: seven percent don't feel welcome and seven percent have kids and don't feel like they can bring their kids along Mm -hmm. but uh the fact that 37 percent of people don't know what's going on (laughs) is (laughs) but that's how they phrase the question do not know what's going on in Mm -hmm. an art museum um yeah and i feel like that speaks to education yes yes
0: most people feel like they're not educated. Sorry, that was today. a
1: weird sidebar, but I just found that really funny. <laughs> Don't know what's going on. Don't <laughs> know what's going on. Do you not know what's going on in yep. your art museum? <laughs> um. Yeah, so
0: I think, yeah, so we want to kind of talk about that. And we were talking about shows, too, and I, going back to what you were saying about making shows and making
1: a... Yeah, I think that a lot of work goes into it. And um, I was talking to... I recently interviewed for um, a position at uh, an artist run center and they were talking and they were saying um, how the students were going to come in from um, an arts uh, university in Toronto and they were going to come install and he was going to be the person that helps them install. I'm like, Oh, don't they have a diagram laid out? He goes, no. Like um, how are they supposed to plan what, how do they know what's going to look nice beside each other? I'm like, because they're all in the same class and they know what each other's work looks like and <laughs> they know what the space looks like. I was so confused like in Guelph like we had like literal like 3D models of the boarding house and Zavitz and I think they had a G Gallery one, too, for a little bit when G Gallery was up. But, like, you'd spend, like, so much time sitting there being, like, my piece is going to look next good next to yours. Like, I mm-hmm. think you rearrange a little bit when you get there. But besides that, like, you should know what you're doing going in. The fact That's that why curators exist. It was yeah. so funny. But this was the curator for this artist run center just being like, yeah, like, I'm going to make them come in for, like, six hours and we're just going to bang it out. I'm like, oh my god, this is the worst idea ever. <laughs> I was like, they don't have a tiny model? He's like, no, how would that help at all? I'm like, oh my god, how would that not? <laughs> I couldn't believe yeah, it. And he, pretty... he's a person who's been in art for fucking forever. This does takes more effort. If it's, how long does it show up for? Two weeks. Yes. I... Our Zavitz shows are up for a week. Yeah, but we're students, so we have to learn how to plan but these they, things. But they're they are students too. But like at an uni- unnamed university, which I did not attend... Yeah, I kind of, like, it's just about, like... Wink. Wink. Okay. <laughs> We're not doing that.
0: <laughs> I think that, I don't know, that just speaks to, I think, that person just not wanting to put the effort into... But I'm saying that, a, like, a why... Long but if you're
1: if you're in a group show, and you know all the humans, you all attend the same school, you've all been working together for this show, wouldn't somebody sit down and be like, yo, maybe we should plan where everything's going beforehand?
0: Some people like to install for 12 hours. Yes. <laughs>
1: No, I, I get what you're coming from. Yeah, it. Yeah, I
0: agree. Cause you need you need people to plan it. And it yeah, you know where shit's ridiculous. going. Yeah, it seems a bit ridiculous. I mean, install always takes twice as long as you imagine. Forever, install takes twice forever. As always. Twice as long. Oh, Yeah, we just want to talk about that show. I think we're making a shorter episode this week. Yeah, yeah we are. Well, yeah. do you
1: want to talk about the crowd that went to the power plant? Cause I thought that was funny. Yeah, sure. You can talk about that. Rebecca was surprised. I wasn't surprised, but. I was surprised. So, um, we are about to leave for the power plant. I'm like, oh my god, I don't know what we should be wearing. And being the uh, internet savvy people that we are, we googled the fall opening event and like the pictures from there. And again, in the fall opening, there were people like dressed to, like the frickin' nines and like suits and shit with bow ties and people like in their jeans. <laughs> so we get there and there's people like dressed to the nines <laughs> wearing like the craziest art clothes that they could find, like mm-hmm. fucking see-through shit, like heels with fish in them, like stuff like that. And then there were just like drunk people from like off the street, it seemed like. <laughs> and then there were these guys behind us. I don't know if you were listening to them, but they were there to pick up girls. Oh really. And they were just talking about how they were gonna pick up girls the whole time. <sighs> it was so weird. But uh yeah, no, the dynamics were just strange. Mm-hmm. I just found the dynamics strange. Nobody knew each other, like when uh, we went to Friends Kaka, we ran into a couple different people when we went to Clint but your last name because <sighs> I've never heard it said out loud, Clint uh it was like the Sarah Kale show Sarah Kale show we yeah. went to the Sarah Kale show mm-hmm. um we saw a whole bunch of people that we knew mm-hmm. i feel like I don't know. But if I feel like if we went to an opening at the AGO, like, we'd run into people that we know. But, like, I did not see a single face that I...
0: I don't know if we'd run into people we know at the AGO. AGO's a bigger institution, and there's a lot of... And the gen, it's more of a general public thing, too. Like yeah. I think you, I think it'd be the same sort of thing if it had a free event. I think the AGO thing, too, is, like, yeah. people who go to those events, they're probably all paid. Like, if they had an event like that at the AGO,
1: you'd have to pay mm. to get it in. I'd be cool with paying $5 and being able to... Look at the art. Yeah, <laughs> really. Like I, I well, think the cool. power plant it's cool that it's always free. Yeah. I think it's really cool too. I think it's nice that it's like open access to the arts and like it's yeah. supposed
0: to be like there's nothing
1: no barriers. Yeah, there's
0: no barriers to like people getting to see things. But yeah, I mean there's always downsides to institutions. There's always like Yeah.
1: I like, was just I was just surprised like mm-hmm. I've only ever been to small openings before. Yeah. Um the Gladstone was probably one of the bigger openings for me mm-hmm. and I've decided I like small ones better. <laughs> Less pressure. Less pressure. And uh, what's in the warehouse?
0: I don't think there's a lot going on.
1: (laughs) Hey, uh, screw you. (laughs) I did a whole wall drawing. Oh, that's true. I forgot about your wall drawing. I messaged everyone in the group chat and was like, hey, kids, can I draw on this wall? And everybody said yes. Yeah. Um, So I drew that wall drawing finally um, about commodity and such, building off Caroline's practice probably Mm. a little bit. I think I'm going to submit it to New Rose Mm -hmm. and that other commodity. Yep. Show. Yulp. Yup. I attained new couches. Yeah, what the heck
0: I forgot about that. Yesterday, I stole some couches from a reliable source. Didn't steal, actually, I got permission to take them. That's nice. They were free. Free couches. Best couches are the free couches. So, we're going to have some new couch cushion monster friends soon. I'm very excited for them. (laughs) They're going to love me. They're the only ones that love me. (laughs) Working on a painting slowly, 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 slowly. Emphasis on slowly. Oh, Yeah, a new layer of gesso. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Emphasis on slow. Um, yeah, that's it for this week. Again, yeah, it's been a shorter episode because it's been a busy, busy week.
1: Oh yeah, we are tired, boys. <laughs> tired. But um, we I just want to take this time to again pump up our wear home event. Yeah, that's happening this summer. We're all inviting people to come in and work with us as individual artists and come mm-hmm. work with us as a studio. You get access mm-hmm. to all of our stuff. Mm-hmm. We have a piano. We're sitting beside the piano right now. We have other sculpture. We have a bunch of, like,
0: wood and, and like, and sculptures you can saws, play saws. Saws. We found crayons. a whole bunch of really cool colored, like, um, light gels basically. Oh, yeah,
1: I forgot about those. Yeah, we, got a whole we bunch have a of... whole bunch of weird security cameras, security camera. We've got Candle lights. We have a whole box of just tea lights. Yeah, basically, if you're an artist and you're
0: like, Wow, I don't know what I'm doing with my practice right now, you know, it'd be super cool to generate some new ideas, some fun, new, <laughs> freaky. Come hang out with us in the summer. Just You'll come make hang an out. installation.
1: We'll have some laughs, some goofs, some gaffs. It'll be good. <laughs> um, fun time, but yeah. We'll post the the poster on um, on the Instagram. Yes, and uh, you can come hit us up. I think it's Sam's email on there. Yeah. So um, we'll we'll do it. We'll do, we'll do the thing. Yeah, and the, if the whole thing. You are not an artist. and You just want to be like, hey, what's up? Be like, hey, what's then up? Then you can come to the event because we're yeah. gonna throw a giant party with the installations mm-hmm. afterwards, and we're gonna try and find like a microbrewery. Hey, if you own a microbrewery. Give us free beer. Also, if you have an extra five bucks laying around, hit up our Patreon. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> and we can buy a second mic. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs>
0: um yeah, I think that's basically it for that's this. That's basically yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Okay, I dig it. Uh next week will probably be longer. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be longer. <laughs> yeah. I'll start thinking of it now, and then we'll have a good long, well then, juicy episode next week. Ooh, juicy. Juicy. Uh yeah. Um also Borns. Um, uh, we'll see you tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Gareth Bournes, you're going to come hang out at our house. You don't know it yet, um, but I hear you live in a tree house, and you're having a show right beside our house. So you're going to come hang out after, and we're going to be new best friends. And that's that's how it's going to happen. And uh, listeners, we'll let you know if we meet Bournes. <laughs> Caroline's pretty set on it. I am dead set. We are making a poster. It's going to
1: happen. Bournes is going to come to the warehouse. Hashtag Born is my new best friend. (laughs) Hashtag Twenty Eighteen. Okay, see you later, kids. Are we doing credits? Oh, yeah. I I guess guess. sure. (laughs) Okay, this podcast is recorded by Caroline and Rebecca, and it's edited sometimes by Andre (laughs) Elman Pastor. Or if she's in Milton, it's edited by me, Rebecca Casalino, and uh, executive producers Caroline and Rebecca.
0: (laughs) Um, Co-hosts Caroline (laughs) and
1: Rebecca. (laughs) Moral support. Andrea Elman (laughs) Pastor. Sam Jones. Sam Jones. Uh, uh, Music by me. And uh, see you later, kids. All right. Have a good week, bye. That was our circle jerk of the week.